leaders, you're listening to the Leading Her Way podcast, where you learn how to use your feminine strengths to think, act, and become the executive leader you've always wanted to be, while laughing, loving, and living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Bryan. I built my career from the streets of Brooklyn to the boardroom as a three-time Fortune 500 executive. Welcome to this shared space designed just for us to openly discuss topics at the intersection of leadership and womanhood that will help you grow your career and lead boldly. All right, let's get this conversation started. Okay, leaders, welcome to episode five of the Leading Her Way podcast. Today's podcast topic was actually inspired by one of our loyal listeners, Deborah who after listening to episode two on how to get promoted, submitted a question related to how to land a spot on her company's succession plan. And since this is a scenario that so many women leaders struggle with, both at midsize and large companies, I wanted to bring the conversation to the larger group. So thank you, Deborah, for submitting the question and inspiring today's podcast. And while we're going to talk about succession plans and getting on succession plans today, we're really talking about a bigger issue, which is that so many of us want to get into senior leadership, but we feel unsupported by our companies. If that's you, if that scenario describes a situation that you find yourself in right now, then this is the podcast episode for you. Because we're going to be talking about what you should do and what you shouldn't do when you find yourself in a situation where you know you want to move into senior leadership and you have what it takes, but your company is not supporting your aspirations to move up. Now, it's true that not every company has formal succession plans. In fact, only 35% of companies around the world has them. Scary fact, but it's true. Yet you better believe that just about every organization knows who's got next when it comes to their critical leadership positions. There is no company that is going to jeopardize their future without knowing who amongst their employees are ready to move into leadership or the next level of leadership positions. And if you're someone the company sees as a next level leader, then you definitely want to know that too. Now, this can be really confusing when you work hard, you deliver results, and you get great reviews and feedback because you are viewing all of those things as signs that you're showing to the company that you are ready for more and that you are capable of doing bigger and better things within the organization. Yet no matter how hard you work or how many results you deliver or how many reviews you get that are fantastic, you are still not securing a spot on the succession plan. You're still not getting tapped to say, hey, you are going to be the next leader who takes on this role. You still feel like you don't know what your career path is going to be within this organization. And all of those unknowns start trickling down into other 
areas within your work life. You start questioning who you are and what you actually want out of your career. You start to wonder whether or not you actually have what it takes to lead at a higher level if others are not able to see it. You wonder if you're in the right place and whether you're lending your skills and your talent to the right company. And you start to feel all of these emotions. You are confused. You feel insecure about your, the future of your career. You start to feel overtired for, from all the extra work that you've been putting in. You also start to feel resentful as in, why am I continuing to do all this work if the company is, does not see me as one of its executive leaders for the future? About 30 to 40% of my clients find themselves in this circumstance at some point in their careers. So I will clearly state that what you may be feeling and what you may be experiencing are completely understandable. And if you're anything like my clients, you're ready. You're ready to take action and get out of feeling like you're stuck in limbo. And I hear you, sis. So what we're going to talk about today is what to do and not do when you have complete confidence in your executive leadership potential, but your company does not. Let's start with what not to do. Number one. Do not work harder. Now I get it. Your instincts kick in and you think, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them what I can do, how much more I can deliver, and why I am the leader of choice for the future of this company. But working more hours, working on more projects, trying to do all the things for everybody is just going to wear you out which will only end with you being exhausted, but not moving your career to the next level. You're better off saving your time and energy on what does work. I can't tell you how many women I speak to who, when I ask, what have you done to try to solve this issue? They will say, well, I worked harder. Like I leaned in. Leaning in ain't going to help you here, sis. Leaning in and doing the same thing that you were already doing is not going to make any difference. It's just going to make you more tired. Because just think about it. We are opting to double down and do more of something that already has not been moving us forward. The organization may not be explicitly telling you this is not what we want, but the fact that you already aren't on the succession plan or the fact that you aren't or haven't been already rewarded with a promotion to the next level, the organization is telling you this is not what we want. And so if your instincts are telling you to work harder or work more, and fight against your instincts here. Now, the second thing you shouldn't do is don't go get another certification or degree. Okay, now real talk. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. It is not your expertise that the company is questioning. If you have not landed a spot or two or three, 
on succession plans within your organization, it's not your expertise that they're questioning. They hired you for your subject matter expertise and they've already been rewarding you for that. When there's a mismatch between how you versus your employer views your executive leader potential, nine times out of 10, it's soft skills that they're questioning. And the fact that you've been getting high performer reviews year after year is also an indicator that they do have confidence. Your company, your boss, your colleagues, they do have confidence in you to do your current role or to operate at your current level. What they don't have confidence in yet is they're not able to see you at the higher level. They're not able to see you in that senior leadership position. They do not have enough data that they want to invest fully in you to get to that next level. So working harder or trying to go for another degree is not gonna resolve that mismatch. So let's talk about what will. Let's talk about what you can do to get the company aligned with what you want for your own executive leadership career. There are three areas that you can focus on if you want to get your company aligned with your own executive leadership career vision. The first is you have to establish a presence. Now, years ago, just showing up, keeping your head down and getting your work done used to be enough to get rewarded, to get promoted, and to even get on the executive succession plan. But as organizations have become more complex and attention spans are constantly being pulled in 50 million directions, it is imperative, imperative to distinguish yourself with your presence which means that it's not just about the results that you deliver for the organization, but it's also how you deliver those results and who you are as a leader. Your personality matters. Your leadership brand matters. And so some ideas on how you can establish a bigger or greater presence in your company is by taking a stand on something being your genuine self to stand out in a positive way, right? Don't just deliver results, share your thought process, become known as a thought leader within the company. Use your body language to communicate confidence, think strategically and offer new ideas and know the business inside and out, not just your department and use this knowledge when speaking to others. A second area that you can focus on to make sure that your company gets in alignment with your own vision for your executive leadership career is that you can create strategic connections, not just with your team or the people you're around day to day, but with other leaders around the company and even people who may be more senior than you outside of your direct reporting line. Now. When most of us hear networking, we immediately assume outside of our organization. But leaders with the highest success rates of moving up in the company are big networkers inside the company. 
Having deep relationships with influencers within the company can not only accelerate your leadership career growth, but also make you exponentially more effective in the role you have today. Because frankly, sometimes calling in favors from your relationships inside the company will be the only way you get things done. The third way that you can get your company in alignment with your personal vision for your executive leadership career is by building trust. Your reputation as a leader who can be trusted will be invaluable. Listen, an organization is simply a group of people and teams. And like every other aspect of society, word of mouth and stories travel faster and can be more powerful than anything else. No one, not your direct reports, not your boss, not your peers, not upper management will want to invest in you with time, energy, or career advancement if there's even a shadow of doubt about your trustworthiness. The good news is when you build trust, people will talk. But if you don't build trust, people will talk even more. Now you're probably saying to yourself, Nicole, how the hell can I build more trust at work? Well, I'm glad you asked because there are definitely things that you can do to deepen the level of trust that you have amongst your work colleagues. For example, you can clearly state your intentions in meetings, in presentations, when you have your one-on-ones or in any other forum in the workplace. In other words, remove all the guesswork for others on what they can expect from you. You can also make sure your actions match your words. There's nothing worse, and I know you've had these types of leaders who say one thing and do something totally different, which only leads to mistrust. You could also take the time to listen and observe. You can extend empathy to others, which will also deepen the trust that people have before you and with you in the workplace. And then finally, you can model the behavior you seek and the behavior that you want to be remembered for because organizations have long, long memories. So there you have it, ladies. Two things to avoid and three things you can start doing to get more support from within your company for your executive leadership career goals including securing a place on the succession plan for your dream executive role. Now, one last thing before we wrap, and it is a more direct approach to understanding why there is such a disconnect between where you want to take your career and where your company feels comfortable supporting you, is to ask the question. Ask your boss, ask your boss's boss, ask other leaders within the organization for feedback on why you are not on a succession plan. Or if you don't even know whether you're on a succession plan or not, and you're assuming that you are not, again, the succession plan can be formal or informal. Ask the question. You will want to ensure that you have a clear line of sight Not that you are just assuming certain things, but you want to have as much real 
authentic data as you possibly can to understand how your organization views you, not just for today, but for the future. And the only way you're going to be able to get that is to ask the question directly to any source within your realm who you can get the answer from. So if you have a good relationship with your boss, you should be asking your boss. If you have a good relationship with some of your boss's peers, you should be asking them. If you have access to your boss's boss, you should be asking that person. Collect the data. Don't just assume and definitely avoid premature actions on bad data. Okay, lady leader, I hope this was helpful and that you now have a place to start to get your company in line with where you want to take your executive leadership career. That's a wrap for this episode of Leading Her Way. Thanks for tuning in. If you have thoughts, questions, or ideas for future topics, connect and send me a message on LinkedIn. And if you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe and please take a minute to write a quick review on Apple Podcasts. Your review will help spread the word to other ambitious females so they know they're not alone and that this podcast is a community of support for all of us leading her way to the top. Remember, your leadership is needed. Your leadership is powerful. So lead boldly. Until next time.